episode 234, Early Computing Community. This is the Ericast for the week of December 29, 2013. From Ericast.com. Welcome to the Ericast. All right. Well, thank you for listening to the Aircast. I'm your host, Eric Larson, 206-339-3742, the listener feedback line, particularly important this week because it's listener feedback week. And reminding you, as we close out 2013, that the Aircast is what we're calling a personal podcast because either you know me, Eric Larson of the Aircast, and you're wondering what's on my mind, what I've been pondering or what I've been thinking about lately, which I guess is the same as pondering, or you bumble into the podcast because of some interest in some topic related to a search or whatever, and you're thinking, huh, who is this guy, and what else does he talk about? And here you are. So, personal podcast. That's the term we're sticking with. Um, Long-time listeners, I will warn you, I'm toying, only toying at this point, but toying with the idea of a new Ericast intro. Because it's been many, many years, and... You know, sometimes it's just good to change things up, right? Um, I don't know. I kind of like tradition. So maybe I shouldn't make a snap decision. But uh, let me know what you think. 206-339-3742. Which spells out 206-339-ERIC. Do keep calling that number to keep it alive and well, as listener Chad did. Now, I'll admit, I have not played this call since... It came in in November. <laughs> I'm a little bit behind. Sorry, Chad. So um, we're going to roll it right in here, and you and I will be hearing it again for the first time. I'm trying to think, was that some sort of commercial from something? And then we'll just – I can't set it up other than it was about old computing stuff. Uh, that's, that's all I know. So <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to play it, and we'll see what Chad says. So take it away, Chad. Hey, Eric, this is Chad. Um, just calling about the uh, 1980s computing. I was a Tandy TRS-80 color computer 2 person myself, and uh, I got that on my ninth birthday in 1986, and I hooked it up to a black-and-white computer. Before I saved up my money, we went down to Nebraska Furniture Mart, and I picked out a cable-ready, probably 12-inch um, color TV, which you actually had to tune in each um, individual station on the very top. It was very weird. I don't think I've ever seen a TV like that that didn't actually have a dial or actually preset numbers for stations, but that's how it worked back in those days. But yeah, I love that thing. I um, When I was nine, I started programming BASIC, of course. It's, it was very similar to the Commodore in terms of the screen, the instruction set, and all that sort of stuff. Um, I watched a few YouTube videos um, with uh, Butterfield uh, going over the Commodore, and it just really brought back memories. Um, it's very, very similar. Uh, I had a uh, tape deck, you know, so I could save things up to a little cassette tape. And it had the cartridges on the side, so I had probably about three or four games. Um, I think I found one of those on YouTube uh, where somebody was playing it, so that brought back memories. I don't have it anymore, unfortunately. I sold it at a garage sale in, like, 1998, which was probably really one of the most stupidest things I've ever done. Um, but uh, in high school, we got a Macintosh as well as a Smith Corona word processor with the little daisy wheel. 
And of course, I got rid of that as well, which I'm not so sad about. I really do wish I would have kept my candy TRS-80. I think that would have been cool. But no, that's my experience. Um, you said yourself you don't have any experience with the Tandy products, but I do. So if you ever have to service a Tandy computer or if anybody has any questions, feel free to direct it my way. Thank you. All right. Thank you, Chad. That is that is awesome. Um, yeah, you know, and again, the rest of you will have to forgive me if, if any of this is repetitive because if you're listening to a bunch of podcasts, you know, back to back to back, it was just, you know, an hour ago that you were listening to that episode. But for me, it's been a long time. So, um, I, um, I thought when I was a early, not quite teen, whatever, you know, 11, 12, 13 years old, um, and I was the, the, assuming I would grow up at some point. My friend Jade and I, um, Jade was a guy. Nowadays, you know, the ladies have taken all the good names, you know, Leslie, Hillary, um, and Jade, but uh, Jade was a guy. Still is a guy, actually. Um, we ran this bulletin board, the, the CompuHelp BBS. I have a feeling I have talked about this because this all came about the fact that now what am I doing with my life and it's sort of the same and you can kind of see the the hints or shadows or whatever of my early life coming to fruition now, nearly 30 years later. But at the time, I was sure that what we would do is we would get a um, a store in a strip mall. I had it all planned out, had the logos and everything designed. Uh, we were going to run the CompuHelp store, the logo based on the graphics for the that were available as the ASCII art from the, the Commodore. Remember, remember those where you'd uh, use uh, keyboard symbols to make a graphics. Each each key had a couple additional, like you know, a, a right angle or a curve or something, and you could use that character set to make your art. Kind of like what people do now with like smiley faces and stuff in email, except far more advanced. Anyway, uh, so we had it all figured out. Well, I had it all figured out. I'm not sure if I ever told Jade this plan. Um, and we were going to have a fleet of vans, of Ford Econoline vans, you know, the panel truck vans with the, with the logo on the side. And we were going to do Commodore computer repair. So, which, of course, if you were working with Commodore computers, then you'd be repairing Commodore computers later, right? I mean, that's kind of how it would, kind of how it would go together. Point being, it's really hard to envision how technology is going to change and how the, the job that you will be doing in 20 years doesn't exist today. Something we have to kind of all explain to our kids. And that really is, you know, some things don't change. I, you know, I, I, I joke with Ruth whenever we have to turn the TV on upstairs and it's got to boot and go through all its firmware or whatever. Um, I always say, well, yeah, you got to give it a couple minutes for the tubes to warm up because the functionality of a high def TV 
today, where it takes a good 30 seconds for it to actually boot or whatever it's doing, was pretty much like the old color TVs where they had the nice orange glow in the back because you could look inside the little slots and look at the tubes. There was a there was a golden period somewhere in there. In fact, I was just talking with some um, some colleagues for uh, regarding video editing back in the days of standard definition video editing, which was the thing. And then computers got faster and faster and faster, and you could edit that pretty you know pretty quickly on a Mac G4 or whatever. And then everything went high def, and all the camcorders went high def. I remember the days. I need my rocking chair, my cane. Back in my day, um, I remember the days when CCD with a video camera meant good and CMOS meant junk. But now the CMOS sensors are really good sensors. They still have that weird strobing effect that if you move the camera too quickly, it gets wavy. But anyway, editing, standard def, iMovie version 1 or version 2, it was great, but it was sort of slow, and then it got faster and faster and better. And then... Everyone started shooting high def, and the cameras shoot compressed high def, and so you need to take the time to decompress, and all of a sudden, hard drives are no longer big anymore, and computers are no longer fast anymore, because it's got to compress and decompress and whatever. So it is kind of funny how, how, yeah, the end result is better, and the, the, the pictures are better, the video is better. Once my 42-inch high def TV in the living room upstairs warms up, the picture is better than the 19-inch color TV in the family room that I used to watch 30 years ago. But that whole act of, I would like to watch some, some television, I need to sit down, turn it on, and wait for it to warm up, has not changed. It changed for a while, and then it went back. So, yeah, kind of interesting. Um, but anyway, Chad, the system that you describe is, is exactly... Um, Comparable to mine, um, I had the VIC-20 with the tape drive. You'd load things, you know, press press play on tape um, and wait for it to load. Keep track with the little counter in case you wanted to fast forward and find them. Um, I had some game cartridges, etc. You know, so my parting constructive thought as we enter 2014, which is hard for me to say. I, I'm concerned that my wife is going to listen to this podcast and play it back at me at some point in the future when I'm all upset about not having something. But the reality is that we do need to to slim down our possessions to the point that we can enjoy what it is that we have. So I sold my VIC-20 in a cassette drive, etc., in a garage sale four or five years ago. Um, when I had kids, I knew that someday they might enjoy them. But I realized, you know what? Realistically, I'm never going to haul all this stuff out and set it up and enjoy it. And instead, I'm just going to have to store it, and it's going to take up space, and it's going to be annoying. And I'm going to feel bad that I'm not enjoying it. And maybe, it, maybe... You can keep some representative samples. They say to do this with uh, children's artwork and things. Just take a bunch of, like, take pictures of their projects and then keep, you know, one or two and treat them, you know, really nicely or well instead of having a whole stack a foot high that's crammed into some box someplace because that's everything that got sent home from 
the first grade teacher. Don't quite know how that works out. Uh, but there is something to that, that if you have so much, if, if you keep everything, then nothing's important, something like that. So, um, that's my assignment for the rest of you, is to call in with your reflections on keeping stuff. Because we enter 2014, and we start thinking about um, the New Year's resolutions, and kicking off the year right, and all those kinds of things. All the podcasts that I'm listening to are starting to get into the you know, goal setting and this and that. So I'm not going to do that, because there are plenty of other options out there. Listen to Ray Edwards, or listen to Michael Hyatt. Um, Hans Stenzel, those are all, all good podcasts to listen to. Um, but I, I'm, I'm thinking on the, how to declutter, how to, how to stay decluttered, how to not clutter yourself as much, something like that. Hmm. So give that a thought, uh, 206-339-3742, aka 206-339-ERIC, E-R-I-C. Let me know you think on that or any other topic. And until next time, take care. Thanks for listening to the Ericast from Ericast.com. Visit us at www.ericast.com.